All right, welcome everybody. We've got our uh, Tail and Advancement monthly podcast on an incredibly important topic and one that the Lord laid on my heart uh, this morning, and it's a topic of prayer. So with that, Mark, would you open us? Yes, sir. Oh, Father God, we're just so thankful to you for first saving our souls through Jesus Christ and now giving us a chance to serve you by serving coaches and athletes and the community of sport, not just the world of sport, but the community of sport. And I pray that these next few minutes as we discuss, um, and as we discuss prayer, as we discuss whatever is on the hearts and minds of, of our leadership in FCA, that uh, you will be glorified in it and that we will see your fruit grow as a result of it. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks Mark. So, as we do these, I just ask the Lord, what would you have for our team, you know, this month as we get the privilege of coming together here? And, um, and guys, I'll tell you, it was as late as this morning, this time that the Lord said, all right, so, you know, what are the lanes that you have? Recruit, hire, train, develop. And it was so clearly to me, it was develop, and it was develop or continue to develop our prayer lives. And so uh, this morning, I may have shared with you guys before, but our small group meets on Thursday mornings, and we opted to... Uh, we thought about skipping this morning as our kids here, many of us were starting their school year. And so just, you know, new routines in the home and what we had going on and whatnot for us, it was the opportunity to say, hey, let's spend some time as a family. But I thought, no way are we going to cancel. What an awesome opportunity to pray. And we got on the, the phone just for 15 minutes. Uh, I was walking on our neighborhood and we were just praying over our, our schools, the administrators, the teachers, the students. And I was like, man, and it was just and we'll get into this, but just crying out to the Lord for protection and opportunity and, and Christian friendships, right? And all these things and just safety. So, so anyway, I just thought, man, what an opportunity we have in light of what's happening in the world, right? All over right now. So, you know, it's prayer for our nation. It's prayer for our, um, our communities. It's prayers for our schools. It's prayers for our staff and our families and our students and our children, right? So, um, and I thought there have to be, I know there are great practices that each of you have uh, in your prayer life. And I did call Pastor Frank earlier today because I am, uh, God uses him in his prayer and, and I just, the spirit just moves me when I'm here. And so I said, Pastor Frank, would you participate as well this morning in sharing? So, so who do we have a responsibility um, as FCA staff to make sure we're developing the prayer lives for? Um, it's you and me first, right? It's ourselves. And to the extent that you are a supervisor, I believe we have a responsibility to continue to develop our staff, even in the area of their prayer life. So maybe it's modeling that for them. And I think maybe it's learning from them just the same. So we could see how that goes. So there are a number of scriptures, uh, my goodness, that talk to prayer, whether it's Jesus himself describing, describing it, um, Paul, uh, King David, there are just so many that are in here. Um, but a couple that I wanted to share with you just to get the stage set, and then we can um, really, gang, I, I just love for people to share about how you pray, how you weave it into your life, whether it's um, individually, and we'll start with the first one here, Luke 5, 16, um, Jesus withdrew to lonely places. So how do you do that on your own, right, as a part of it? How might you do it with your spouse? How might you do it with your family? How might you do it with your small group, right? Or your broader church body. And the cool part here, Proverbs 15, 8, is that he delights in the prayers of the upright. So, you know, he just desires this, right? And I think about, man, 
giving, giving the opportunity to have the, the Lord delight in me and what I'm doing, like that just, that lifts me. And why wouldn't I want to be doing more of that? And then Ephesians 6, uh, verse 18, on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests, right? So it's for everything, right, that he's asking us to, to bring to him. So, um, so Pastor Frank, if you can kick us off here, how's your internet? Are you good? I hope so. I'm on my phone. All right. This is good. Technology is not going to get in the way. So, Pastor Frank, when you think about your prayer life, um, and I view you as a leader in this way, and I'm thankful for that, you know, what does that look like for you, and what can you share with us? Well, man, I'm honored to uh, be seen as a leader in this just because it's probably the deepest desire that I have, and, um, you know, prayer is a, is a discipline, and you just got to be intentional about it. And um, it's a discipline. You got to be intentional about it. And it's, it's, you know, it's not an easy thing. And so uh, I was thinking of a, a scripture that I wanted to share with you guys in this Jude chapter 20. It says, um, but you, dear friends, build yourself up in your most holy faith. And that's what always gets me, your most holy faith. Build yourself up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. And um, so like, this is the place of, you know, holiness that you really separated and connected to God. And it's the place where you really build yourself up as far as having a relationship with Jesus. And um, so it's just, I'll do whatever I need to do to stay in that place. And I have many practices. I don't want to just go through the list and just, you know, uh, overtake the time that we have. But, you know, to be a person of prayer, you're going to want to have to be a person of prayer. You're going to, you have to want it. And, um, and then just hooking up with people that can help you. I, I happen to be married to an intercessor oh my gosh, like it, it, every day you talk about feeling little, <laughs> like she's just so connected. It's like, ah, oh. so it just pushes me and, and I long for it. And I, I come to grips that I can't be like her. She has something special. It's like a divine gift on her life, but it doesn't stop me from challenging myself to get better every day. And we learn that from all the greats, anybody who's great, at something, particularly, let's just say in sports, you know, they keep working, 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 working. And so I'm just working. So when you said talent advancement, you're going to be talking about prayer, like time to work and get on here and, and hear about everybody else. But I know I have many times to share my practices and help build a team, even through a conversation that I had with Nate. But for me, I would just say, man, Every chance I get to practice prayer, I'm jumping in. So I just thank you, Pastor Frank, first. And again, I want to open this up to the group here, but uh, just made me think of um, our Wednesday prayer call, right? Uh, and at 11.15 on Wednesdays, and just the opportunity for us to do that together. And, you know, I have the opportunity to, to go down to the city of Rochester to pray on Friday, tomorrow, between 4 and 5 o'clock. And I was sharing this with Dave Parks and I was sharing with Ed Trask and a few others. And 
you know, corporate prayer is an incredibly cool thing to be a part of. And you can just really feel the spirit moving in that. Um, in this environment, um, there's, a, there's an element of safety. I don't want to go off on a tangent here at all, but I need to figure out whether or not God's leading me to be down as a part of this prayer with other pastors and ministers in the city of Rochester. You guys have seen Rochester in the news. Um, but it can be done also on our own, right? So with that, what do folks have in terms of you know, prayer disciplines? And I, I have a list of words here, and I'll recap them at the end here, which I thought were so good from Pastor Frank, and, and other words I'll capture from you guys. But you know, what disciplines do people have? How do you guys pray, and how is that a part of your life? A few of the disciplines I have, uh, one is one that Dr. Frank touched on is one that I learned from uh, one of my late donors, Dr. Fred Geis, who passed away a few months ago. He used to talk about practicing prayer, and he would talk about if you have to get up and use the restroom in the middle of the night, say a word of prayer when you get back to bed. You know, just that sort of mentality, just let's always be in a position where we're praying God for, ev thanking God for everything, every little thing that we can, that we're able to do or that he's doing through us. And the other thing is having, I have a, there's always, there's always prayer requests that come in day in, day out that are different, but I have a standard list of prayer for, for one of the colleges I oversee. I actually broke down like the football team and the coaches into five different groups. And I pray for them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all week long. So when I tell the guys I'm praying for them, I mean it because I have them on a list. You know, one of my old supervisors at Lowe's said, live on lists. So if you got to list it out in order for it to happen, make that a part of your discipline because it helps quite a lot. I love it. Who else? I'll add to, to Frank and, and Mark the practice, um, being intentional about it and really trying to catch yourself to not do anything before praying about it. Um, which is, you know, easier said than done. But if you continue to work at it and practice it, you'll find that you're going to be praying without stopping. Uh, you're going to be praying about the, the littlest of things, and then you're going to be really led by the Spirit. When you think about, you know, Jesus's words, as he, he didn't do anything without hearing from the Father. Um, and us trying to lead like that, is is really stopping blocking out all your distractions starting with the first minute you wake up and getting in the in the word and getting in the presence um and it is it is work because you got to you got to work at blocking out all the, the world distractions um and you know being married now it's it's fantastic and and frank I have an intercessor as well and, and glory to God for that because that, that helps you get into a place of, um, of worship, but a place of prayer um, and the presence and, and staying in that uh, throughout the course of the day is just a blessing. So lists are, are great. I, I, list, I, I list the distractions so that I can get them out of my head so I can get back to, to prayer and worship. Um, and that makes a big difference for me, but prayer lists are, are good as well so that you don't forget. Uh, Cause I think too often, unfortunately, a lot of Christians are, yeah, I'll pray for you. Well, take that opportunity and do it right then, as opposed to saying, I'm going to, I'm going to do it for you later, but then do put it on a list so that you can pray for them uh, later on your, on your daily, uh, daily prayer. 
That's a good one, Ed. And the one that um, tends to catch people by surprise, but in a way that you can tell they were moved this, you know, you ask them at the end of a conversation, maybe it's a donor invitation or something. Hey, can I pray for you right now? Like, what can I pray? Yeah. Would you? And maybe they're not used to it or expecting it. Um, but you know, you know, maybe you've asked them already what you can pray for and you do it with them right there. I just think that's a really cool moment that God uses. I don't know how God uses dogs uh, in his, in his ministry and having kingdom impact this morning, I was holding hands with my kids. Becky was opposite me. We were praying backpacks on over the school year and our dog, which has endless energy, just, I didn't even know it, but she came in, just laid down on the, in the ground, right between the three, the four of us there and just laid there. And, uh, and we opened our eyes. She was there. We we're all like, Whoa, how did that happen? So if, if, if God could come, uh, our little pup, man, then we were praying and, uh, the Holy spirit was present, which was awesome. Others, other ideas. I know, Jeff. I'll, I'll just, oh, go ahead. I have prayer calendar reminders. Ooh. Um, so, so that it just catches me wherever I'm at. You know how like Muslims have like certain times that they pray, whether it's because of the sun or et cetera, and they'll just stop and pray. Um, and so I'll have those calendar and <clears throat> reminders in my phone. And um and I just pray while I'm going about my day. Like like um I think Jones was Mark Jones was saying, just I pray a lot. And sometimes I try to I'm thinking of like I'm convicting or feeling bad. I'm like dang that I don't have like this like fifteen minute all out prayer. But um but I do realize that when he is a part of my day every day, as I go on in my day, it it changes the the sphere or the space that I actually exist in rather than like running through the whole list. Cause I don't know what's going to happen in my day, but if I invite him into my day, as I go on my day, um, that seems to work a little bit too, but I do want a more practice of like a 10 minute, five minute, you know, or whatever type of prayer type life. I think about sometimes and Mike, I know you want to say something, but just, I thought about this. You guys have experienced this with me. And it's something that I will continue to have to work on for my life. I know this. And that is not doing things in my own strength. So we'll be in the middle of a conversation about something. I'm looking at Ed in Connecticut or Manny in New York City or Pastor Frank. And there's something's going on. And then I go, I go, wait a second. We got to pray right now. Like I just, I'm trying to do this in my own strength. I'm trying to come up with the ideas myself. And I don't want that to happen, right? So I just need to give it to him. And, and Shanae, as you said, there are times where we just dedicate time to prayer and it could take a longer time. For me, by the way, 10 minutes of praying is a long time for a guy that's easily distracted. So even just those quick things, Mark, getting back into bed, right? Just, Lord, just stopping yourself right there, Father, just inviting him in, right, to whatever it is that we're doing. Mike, you had something. Yeah, I, you know, discipline prayer is important. I try to pray in the morning when I do my devotional and that's my quiet time and do the devotional to get in the, you know, the spirit of the Lord and then do prayer. For me, the most powerful prayer that I have is the unexpected prayer as you kind of touched upon Jeff. And that's when you get a phone call from someone you're not expecting, or you're meeting with a coach, maybe at a game or having lunch with them or at their, or at a school. And you know that that prayer is needed. You know that what you're talking about, calls for prayer and when I first started on staff I was a, wasn't quite comfortable doing that you know whether we're in a Panera Bread and, and you know that this guy's going through some things or has some concerns and and you can just tell uh, but I 
we started praying, you know, right. Whether it's, you know, wherever it happened to be, it may be driving down the road on the phone uh, at Panera, uh, even though we're just uh, bowing our heads and praying. And that seems for me to be the most impactful, but for whoever I'm with, whether it's a donor or a coach or whoever it is, they are very appreciative for the fact that someone is praying for them. And then I always try to follow up, you know, to make sure that they know whether it's uh, a phone call or a text or an email, uh, try to do a phone call to let them know that I'm continuing to pray for them and whatever it is that was, they were carrying on their heart. And to me, that's when I really feel the, uh, God working in my heart as well. I, th I think it's interesting. We talk about the, you have to have the desire and the discipline, but then there's that unexpected, right? So then there's just the, uh, the component, which is sort of the ad hoc, right? And just being connected, uh, during times and being willing to understand, you know, when we have the opportunity to do that, that's so good. Pastor Frank, you're still off the mute. I'm wondering if there's something you wanted to share. Oh no, I'm sorry. I just uh No. No, I I just didn't mute it. I hope it ain't too loud. But yeah, I, I could say this. I was thinking, um I'm gonna give you probably one of my most radical thoughts, but um uh, for me, I read in the scripture where, you know, Paul said to pray without ceasing. And I was like, man, how do you do that? And the challenge that I brought to myself was to stop speaking to myself and almost start transforming my thoughts. So I don't need, when I catch myself thinking, I turn it into prayer. When I catch myself talking to myself, I turn it into prayer because that's what I think really keeps you in the groove for those unexpected prayers. Don't get me wrong. God will come on you and he'll give you grace. And you're like, man, I just, words just started coming out. So it's almost like if you're an athlete and you constantly stay stretched out. So when the coach says you in the game, you ready to go. You know, if you just kind of like detach, you get stiff. And so my, I just, my thought life when I'm in the car, if I'm looking at my hair and I'm like having a bat, yo, what's up with my hair, man? My hair is jacked up. I just turn it into talking to God. Like, Lord, you got to help me with this hair today. And I'm just making breakfast. What? Well, I feel like I'm forgetting something, Lord. And I just constantly staying in touch with God. That's to me practicing his presence. Like, because we say he's always there. He's my best friend. Do you got a good relationship with the Lord? And it's in, you know, no pun intended, we got that, uh, that email campaign, you know, constant contact, just trying to stay in constant contact. So I would just challenge you, if you start, stop talking to yourself less and turn that into conversations with God, like we say, who do I need to call? Man, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Just quick, just turn that into, God, who do I need to call? Father, I feel like I'm forgetting something. And then it becomes just a natural thing instead of this discipline i gotta pray right now father in jesus name and you know it just becomes a part of you so that's really the challenge and i know it's radical but it, just me saying it out loud will challenge you because later you're going to talk to yourself 
And sometimes you start talking to yourself bad about somebody else. And if you start turning that into prayer, oh man, we, we're getting into a sweet part, a sweet spot. I, I don't know whether it's good or bad that I think this. I don't think it's so radical. I think it's an awesome idea and I love the challenge, right? So I feel like I want to spend the next week developing and practicing what you just said. So a couple thoughts that come to mind here. We call it the practice of prayer and practice takes effort. It takes the desire and the discipline to do that. I love the notion of staying warm, ready to go into battle, right? Whatever it is, coach about to tap you on the shoulder. The Lord says, I need you here, right? So you're just ready in that. Um, I think about the word supplication, right? And it's defined as to plead humbly. And for me, just the term to cry out, right, is just such a, it's, it's such an, and the fact that the Lord delights in the fact that we do that. And then somebody said this earlier, just doing it first thing in the morning. Mike, you said this. So Psalm 5, give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my sighing. Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God. For to you I pray. In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait in expectation. I can remember the, the first person that shared this with me uh, before I had a, a Bible reading habit. And I was like, this is my morning. Like, this is what I want to do first thing to give to the Lord. And here's the part we haven't talked about. And maybe this is going to be another talent advancement one or something else. I'm not sure. But the practice of listening during prayer, right? So you have this give to the Lord, the supplication, the pleading, the humble pleading, but then there's the listening uh, to him as well and how he's going to direct our steps, right? And what he's asking us to do as a part of that. Uh, personally, again, I'm developing that and I know he'll continue to do that work in me uh, for time here. So here are, and Pastor Frank, I'm going to ask you to close us here in a minute. I'm sensitive to the time, but here's some words that I heard to recap this here. So I heard desire, I heard discipline, um, practice, the phrase without ceasing, being intentional, uh, I heard relationship and holiness, um, unexpected prayer, uh, constant, um, other phrases, in all things. Um, I didn't hear this, but I heard it, abiding, staying connected to the vine, right, during that time. And so um, I just, I'm thankful for this time, and I've got some new practices for myself here. That I, that I want to use. I would encourage you guys to make sure you're weaving this into your time with your staff. And so if you don't supervise anybody, I'd ask you to raise this in your next meeting uh, with your supervisor, your team. And if you're a supervisor, I'd ask you to raise it with your team as well and make sure we're really committing um, to a discipline, to a practice, to staying connected uh, through prayer. All right, Pastor Frank, would you close us? Humbly. Yes. Um, Daddy, what a what an awesome thing you put on a man of God's heart this morning. Um, I see Jeff is such a um, such a disciplined person, such a such a professional, and um, I rejoice in his understanding of the need for you and how he would communicate that to all of us. And uh, if you had it penned in the scripture that this is the most holy place. Uh, people can talk about so many topics and subjects and debate and argue, but that most holy place is when we still ourselves to engage in conversation with you. 
when we still ourselves to just be quiet and listen to what your spirit is saying. Help us to create these disciplines, Lord, and know that Christ said he doesn't do anything unless you lead him to do it. So you are constantly giving him instructions and we, we wanna position ourselves that we as your sheep will hear your instructions. Like my drill sergeant used to say, pay attention to details, that we don't miss these details in life on who to love on them, how to love on them, what to say, what to do, how to touch, how to care, how to hear how to be used, how to be an instrument in your hand. We long for that, Daddy. Father, may we just never take this as something like just another box to check for us to, to, to think we're okay, but that we build in relationship with you like the great men and women of God that we read about, that we've heard, that have mentored us, that have encouraged us to go deeper, to go higher, to go further, to really stand in the pocket, to be in the spirit. You said if we live by the spirit and we've been born again, then we ought to walk in the spirit. We ought to be overflowing in the spirit. And Father, whatever box that might put us into, you know, and our minds break it and show us what it looks like to truly commune with you, to truly have you reflect off of us. <laughs> Moses was in such a place that he had to cover his face. Lord, we're busy trying to cover our flesh. What if we were so in tune with you, we had to cover the shine the illumination of your glory, the weight of your presence. How powerful would our, would our ministries, our service be to you and to others? So just draw us in. Help us to relax when we need to relax and soak this in and then help us to press and to push. Thank you, Father, for this encouragement today. In Jesus' name. Amen.